Welcome to Match Weekly. Uh, I'm Richie. I'm not. <laughs> and we will be discussing uh, Group B, um, the multiverse of rivalries, uh, where we see England, Iran, uh, the United States, and Wales. Um, we will be focusing on uh, England and the massive... Um, accomplishments from Euro 2020 and where does that take them now but did Gareth pick the right guys and of course we got to focus on our boys in the red white and blue and uh how far are they going all right let's kick off Peter how are we feeling about this squad this uh this group of this, uh group of teams this group is <laughs> it, it's nuts right like yeah. Obviously, we're biased. We're American. We're, we can't. I can't wait to watch the first game against Wales, second game against England, third game against Iran. You know, like there's going to be no bad games in this group, just because like England's going to go through, right? Uh, there's so there's a huge part of me that wants to be a troll and be like, oh, England's not going to make it through, but like <laughs> everybody, England's making it through, right? So. Yeah. I think this is one of the only groups where I have such a strong feeling all four of these teams could go through. England is a great side. Iran is, like, sneaky good. Iran is really, really good. USA, also sneaky good. Very young, yeah. but sneaky yeah. good. And then Wales, you know, on paper, not the best team in the world on paper, but they're also a team that consistently shows up for major tournaments and like proves time and time again that uh the sum is greater or like them as a team is greater than the sum of its parts i think i've already well, said that about another team i forget who it was <laughs> but like but wales really proves it you know like wales yeah. as a team they always figure out how to just push their guys a little bit further to make it work yeah. out I mean, yeah, it's nothing that um, hasn't been seen before. As you say, like, I've used that phrase for another team. But also when you talk about, like, they come up, I just always think about the uh, the Gareth Bale uh, controversial flag. Uh, you know, when back when they uh, looked at his uh, golf career like he was a United States president, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, this guy's golfing too much. Uh, <laughs> and he... Uh, what was it after he scored a goal or after uh, a game he sports a welsh flag but it says wales golf madrid <laughs> and yeah. everyone was like is it in that order and it's like yeah wales comes first and uh again the way they got here was was it a one goal game against ukraine and i'm pretty sure he's the one that scored it like wales comes first and he can he could put it on despite you know um you know coming past his 30s He's still in it, and he just won with LAFC. So it's like, eh, not yeah. too crazy. So won yeah, with LAFC very competitive with an incredibly clutch goal. Yeah, like yeah. who do you, who do you know? They're they're down one twenty plus four. They're down three two, and he says, ah, you know, last kick of the game. I think I'll score it. Send it to penalties. Like yeah, this guy, I think... he, people like to say he's out, he's out of it, and all this other stuff. But like, he's still got that competitive edge. He'll show up if he wants to show up. Yes, it's like um, I think I think I saw it on Reddit where, you know, 
partially through his this season at LAFC, they were saying like the games that he wasn't playing, they they were getting more wins than when he was playing. You know that immediate uh, analysis of like a new player that's you know high expectations, but yeah, he will again the winning um, game to to win the MLS. Like the guy shows, and uh, it just makes this group um, very fun. And I immediately think of the whole. I, this is where I think I'm. Uh, I'm developing old, typical man thoughts where I'm like, I'm, I'm immediately thinking about well, like a college secret Santa where you got a Yankees newspaper. And now I'm like, with these games, I'm like, whatever the report that comes out the next day, if the U.S. Is, had a stellar game, that's like a paper that I might want to keep. Yep. You know, like that's, again, the magic of the World Cup. And just because of, again, the multiverse of rivalries, because I love Marvel so much, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, like, it's it's exciting. And it's awesome that it's a, a team that we both follow. But I would say um, you, in my mind, are like the, uh, the uh, head honcho in terms of <laughs> the United States talent at, at some point past the, the second guy. For a position, I'm like, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about head honcho, but I mean, like, (laughs) you you hit the nail on the head. Like, this is an exciting group. It's a very exciting group because you have England who, at their best, may, like, I don't know if this is a hot take, but if everybody in England is playing at their best, they're the best team in the world. You Mm know? Um then you go off, right? Iran has a fucking guy whose nickname is the Iranian Messi. Like you don't you don't just get a nickname like that for not being good, you know? Now there's some controversy yeah. attached to him, but still. And then you have the United States, the youngest team in the tournament. That in and of itself is fucking crazy. I was looking yeah. at it the other day and I forgot that Pulisic is 24 years old. Again, he's my, just been around for so long. My favorite my favorite name, uh, the Baby Eagles, and uh, very fitting. It's it's so funny to hear it, no matter what outlet is covering them. <laughs> just the Baby Eagles are just doing a great job, or they're still too young, like that. Because right. <laughs> like and even then, like, if, even if it wasn't the greatest, it's like we have the next one. It's like exactly. this experience. Like it will no matter what be positive. Like the I next can't one at home. Exactly, and that only either adds much more pressure or just adds all that more excitement. Um, but uh, just uh, adds, it adds the joy to this group because yeah. at the end of the day, you could only see it positively or maybe I'm on something. Yeah. No, you're definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I see it. Positively. I'm in a wonderland. <laughs> I see it positively for sure. It, it's hard not to right? when you got guys like uh, Gio Reyna, Joe Scally, um, who like, Pulisic, obviously, Aronson, Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams, who, by the way, are you on Leeds Twitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Leeds fans fucking love Tyler Adams. You Aww. you think he you might think he's like the second coming of Christ the way they speak about him. Really? It, it's unreal. Because <laughs> like it's so nice to see too, just as an American and from a biased view. It's so nice to mm. see like English people talking up the Americans. And this is, like, without even touching on players like Eunice Musa or Weston McKinney or things like that. Like, the future is yeah. very bright. Serginio Dest is 22 years old. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like, mean, again, look at his resume already with like Ajax, Barcelona, and then what, AC Milan? Yeah. Just, you're going to pick something up at that young age. Yeah. I mean, but then you go yeah. on to Wales, right? And we've already talked about Wales, how exciting Wales can be in a tournament. Look at them, mm -hmm. like, in the Euro. Look at them in the Euro in 2016. Yeah. They're, they made the semifinals in 2016, didn't they? I remember, I remember a deeper run than I expected, but I couldn't be confident. I will say, though, um, that goes out to our Lord and Savior, Hal Robson Canoe. And uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've heard recently that his name is a lot longer than that. Yeah, everything Welsh is longer than that. Yeah, he made, they, made the, uh, they made the, the semifinals. Insane. Thomas Henry Alex Robson Canoe. There we go. And since there was no third place game played, uh -huh. they lost to Portugal, so they are unofficial third place. <laughs> oh, damn. Right? Like, yeah. Wales shows up for tournaments. They fucking and beat Belgium in 2016. And that's another team also that, if I think about only looking at the upside, they have veteran talent that have been been around and seen it like bale like like um what james chester is he yeah. still in the lineup like let me what's the guy back. who lives who plays for nice now used to play for juve ramsey aaron ramsey aaron ramsey well dan dan james so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> joe allen <laughs> joe allen's still <laughs> around my man but like um, we laugh about them right for club they're kind of they're not bad they're serviceable no no but you know what? We'll save this for like when we actually go into them. You want to just <laughs> start off with England right now? Um, I'm down to if you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's like we're looking at the menu it's and we didn't pick. Like, like I feel like a little bit Hannibal Lectory. Richie, <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like ah, Aaron Ramsey. Oh, <laughs> I'm like this is a little weird. I was like, we just gotta we gotta take it back a notch. <laughs> it, it, so we go into England, right? I mean, yeah. we're getting ex we're getting ahead of ourselves because it's a very, very exciting group, and exactly. it's not just because we're American. It's like legitimately who's coming out. Mm -hmm. But you look at England; obviously, the team that has the most pressure in this group. Um, always, always. Which could be worrisome, you know. It could be they're going to take these games uh, not as seriously as they should, and we see another Rob Green situation happen from that 2010 World Cup. Um, the biggest concern to me is coming into this game, into this um, World Cup, not a great record. No. Uh, we've talked about this before with the Nations League, UEFA Nations League, and, you know, oh, do teams oh, take yeah, this yeah. seriously or not? Regardless, you got them in their six games in the Nations League, which, you know, remember, was in the past six months. So it was very recently. Lost three, drew three. Their group had Italy, Germany, and Hungary. I think that England dropped. I'm pretty sure England dropped to, like, the second division in the Nations League. And it's, y you know, yeah, okay, you have a tough group with Italy and Germany. You know, make as many jokes as you want about Italy, not making the World Cup, whatever. Italy's yeah. still a powerhouse team. Germany's still no, yeah. a powerhouse still a team. Hungary should have dropped from this group. <laughs> and they didn't. Nope. They lost to Hungary twice 
They had three losses. Two of them were to Hungary with a combined score of five to zero. Wow. Um, and now you're seeing these reports of infighting with the team, fighting with yeah. fans. Uh, it gets to this point where are the distractions now going to be too much or can, you know, because like I said, I want to be so badly. I want to be a troll and say England's not making it out of the group. But we saw with France yeah. in 2014. No, I'm sorry, 2010 with France. A clash of egos and infighting with the team led them to be out of the World Cup in the groups. Like, can yeah. we see this happen realistically? Yeah. Do I think it's going to? No. But it's definitely a possibility and something to watch out for. Yeah, well, I'm, so I'm happy you mentioned the infighting because so... Um, from an obsessor of um, transfer news and rumors and all that there can be when it comes to the Premier League. Um, I, I'm a, an avid um, follower of News Now, and it literally just brings every link possible, <laughs> it seems, <laughs> in the world if you just type in whatever team, and it's perfect. But um, when I think about the the... the the news reports of infighting like um i always immediately uh get so angry with the press because i feel like there's especially with english media there's always such a a quick um attempt to destroy the team in some way it's always quick to focus on the negative um and you would think for you know uh, a paper in england like there would be some sense of like building up the team or trying to spread positive news positive thoughts about your own national team that never seems to be the case um especially when these players um are just you know not in a world cup year they're just oh and some of them are fairly <laughs> fairly focused on like harry Maguire <laughs> in greece <laughs> fighting off cops or some shit like what are you doing my guy <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, this deserves a spotlight. Yeah. Get your head checked. Like, what, what were you thinking? <laughs> you know what? Now that I think, now that you mentioned something like that, could, do you, th so like, there's obviously all this controversy about Harry Maguire being selected for the squad because he's in, yeah, you yeah. know, I don't think that it's um, far-fetched to say that he's in piss-poor form right now. Do you think he was brought to, like, be that media sponge? And just take the spotlight off of everybody else and be like, oh, you know, Harry's because he's the one who got into the bust up with the fan. Right. And he's the one who, like, got into uh, I don't know if it was him with the fan. I know that he got into a fight with Raheem Sterling during the oh. camp. Um, um, if I think about fan fights, I think of Eric Dyer going into the stands. But that was during a Tottenham game. It was just um, today, wasn't it? Where the, oh, there, there was, was a. a something Ooh, I'm gonna, i'll that? look into something. it yeah you gotta let me know um but sorry continue um but no could it be that he's there to be that media sponge and just just so that he gets the focus on him of like why is harry Maguire here he's not like do you really think he's gonna play i mean i th so first off the media sponge concept if that truly was the case, then I have a lot more respect for the guy. I don't think I could ever 
suck that much negative um, commentary ever. That's that's wild. Um, I mean, it's not real. Uh, it's not confirmed. No, 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 no. I know, but like the thought. I'm just saying from my own my own thought. I was like, man, if if it was true, if it was, we're playing in the the realm of. I mean, if we're talking multiverse and we're talking magic of World Cup, I'm allowed to have what ifs. Okay, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a multiverse. There's multiple Spider-Mans. <laughs> Shit's what we, everywhere. What kind of world are we living in? There's three actors playing one guy. <laughs> what is this, James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> I felt really good about that one. Um, <laughs> um, but this... Um, Again, what was it? It's like Man United with defenders, um, regardless of manager for Man United. I've, I've always felt like before signing to Manchester United, or at least a season or two in, I'm thinking Victor Lendeloff and Eric Bailey, both guys that were just like in and out of the squad, but also had like one or two great seasons. And then you're like, how are they starting for their national teams? Because right. there's this massive spotlight on Man United. And then it's like, is there some, I mean, like managers will always see different players um, value, but um, is it also like, is there that much competition at Man United where they're like, he's still good. Like, look at who he has to compete with. Like, I mean, Lissandra Martinez, everybody made fun of. It took him a little while, and now everybody swears by him for being a man the same height as me. Somehow I'm defending so well, like a Cannavaro. But then I'm also never watching Man United enough to uh, know who who pairs up with him, or if there's three at the back, because right. I'm so I'm so glued at the depression that is uh, being an Everton fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, it's it's there's that realm of possibilities, um, but yeah, the media is going to focus on him because English media loves to drain drain the pain into uh, into this lovely pond for everybody to feast on. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, look, England is going into this World Cup um, as a favorite to win the whole thing, right? Yeah. We talked about this earlier, not in this episode, but in an earlier episode where... Multi-episodes. Brazil is number one, right? Um, like, they're the betting favorite to win the whole thing. Then you have Argentina, whatever, so on and so forth. England's lumped up there with them. Realistically, oh, yeah. these guys are runners-up of Euro of the Euro, which, you know, some people consider to be just as important as the World Cup because you do... Look at the last four winners. All European teams. You know? Well, yeah. And then um, again, just how right? competitive the, how competitive and popular those European leagues are yeah. compared to the rest of the world. Like, it garners talent. Right. So they're coming in as the, the champions of Europe, or the, the yeah. runners-up of Europe, Right. They have to be a favorite for this tournament. So, talking about them in the group stage may seem trivial. Because, like, oh, of course they're going to go through. Who's going to beat them? Who's going to go out of this group ahead of them? The United States? 
Iran, Wales. No, England's going to win the group. Um, they should make it to it at the very, very least the quarterfinals. The very, very least. But yeah. this team, this fan base, is expecting to challenge for the actual World Cup. And I don't think it's far-fetched for them to do that. I think that's a very realistic goal for them. Uh-huh. Um, but, it, you know, the game is, I would say, 80% technical, 20% mental. And are they going to be in that mental space to take down, say, a team like Argentina who's going to be fired up for Messi's final World Cup and say, hey, let's let's get it for the kid. <laughs> like, are, are they going to do anything about that? Who um, knows? We'll find out. Will they be able to turn off all this, contra- all this like, you know, criticism enough for them to focus? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> stay tuned, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, um, I'm just, again, looking at the squad, um, and, yeah, the Strong. I, I always think about, well, there's a few things I want to point out, but when when you talk about that 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 spotlight that they get, and um, historically, um, whenever we see the English national team do bad, there's always so many stories. And again, the English media, I always feel like, is so strong compared to the media surrounding a lot of other national teams, or at least they're right up there with. Because I feel like with Argentina, it's always everything messy. Um, yeah. But with England, it's like it's it becomes the effect of guy who pulls pin from grenade but then throws pin. Um, and then there's just this implosion. And there's just it, it's like they're going in with a negative. Um, right. And then there's also looking at the squad because I, I can't help but say, like, did Gareth pick the right guys? You look at the defenders. Not one left back. Oh, no. Actually, just Luke Shaw. And then it's Kieran Trippier, right back. Kyle Walker, right back. Trent alexander old, right back. Right. Why, why only one left back? What? A, um, well, I mean, I think that you look at this, it's pretty clear that they're going to try and go to a three back at uh-huh. some point. Whether that be mid-game, whether that be from the start. Um, they could even go with say like three center backs and then Lukey Shaw and just say, Hey Luke, fucking just push forward. I know it says we're playing a four three three or whatever, but make it a three four three. I don't know. I mean I guess I guess it's not I guess the concept is I'm not familiar with the fullbacks that can play the left or right side center back outside of Kyle Walker. Cause Kyle Walker has had to with the Manchester right. city system, but I don't know Kieran Trippier ever playing a center back off the left or right, nor have I seen it for, right. um, who else? Kyle Walker's something else though, man. Yeah, like well, I don't understand how he's been so good for so long. Yeah. And rather un- underrated, when it comes to the discussion of they're just like, Oh, he's there. And then they, you move down the line. Yeah. Um, he's so versatile, man. Like it's not fair. He's so good. Yeah. He's got, he's got great speed. He can track back very well. Um, yeah, but I mean, even look at it, right. You 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 said it, he plays center back too. Yeah. Like he's he's known as a wing back. 
known as a wingback. He's been known as a wingback since he was at Tottenham and when he got like his real his name first out there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all of a sudden, what was it last year or the year before where they were just like, Hey, you know what? How about you play in the center of the park a little bit? And Didn't then you move over a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He and he excels. Yeah. He, w- that makes no sense to me. Like the guy good for him. Really good for him. Yeah, and that's really good and, and it's another thing to say yes and when you're uh, playing at club level to just be like, yeah, sure. Because, you know, other players have definitely turned down the concept of changing up your position or right. failing to perform at that position and then blaming somebody else rather than yourself being able to conform. <laughs> um, he just goes, yes, and, and he's been able to excel. And it's very rare to see, you know. Uh, yeah. It's like... Uh, I guess it goes unmentioned, but it's like kind of seeing like, again, my own bias showing, but seeing Alexander Awobi go from like a right winger to a central midfielder. And you're like, right. why is he good now? Or like uh, <laughs> Joe Ellington at Newcastle, he's a striker. And now somehow he's in the midfield and you're like, this dude's tall and he was yeah. supposed to score goals, but now he's doing way better. Just like a little <laughs> bit back. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It, and then you're, listen. you know, like it's still rare to see, but now you're seeing it and going, oh, Kyle Walker did this, you know, but I think because it's defense, you know, you don't recognize it as much. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's enough on England. England gets a spotlight. <laughs> we're going to be talking about, listen, we're going to be talking about England much more than we talk about any of yeah, these other teams yeah, that's, going forward. That's true. You know? Cause you know, just a few um, guys I disagree with, but we'll, 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 we'll talk about it once they, uh, I don't want to call myself out. When yeah. later down the line, those guys are doing great. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, say that. I'll save it when I'm right. Right. <laughs> like I'm so, hiding behind something ready to yell. I'm like, hey. <laughs> we could like move on to Iran now, right? Where, yeah. yeah. Again, like I like to talk about the rec- the national team record, how, they're, how they've done in 2022. But like, yeah. again, I bring this up every time. It's not that, we shouldn't put that much emphasis on it because it's been a different team for the whole year. Because it's mm-hmm. international, you know, you try guys out, you don't. But I oh, yeah. think it's really impressive that they've played seven games, at least from the ones that I put together, with four clean sheets, including one where they beat Uruguay in a friendly. And it's like, wow. okay, maybe I haven't looked into it. Maybe Uruguay didn't play their their top squad, but like, that's still a big accomplishment. That's that's yeah. On on paper, it's a great accomplishment. Yeah, like um yeah, I don't want to belittle it in any way, but I always think of Uruguay as, you know, being the first winners of a World Cup and right. the players Very that they produced. Yeah. Like what first first 5 Ur- Uruguay players of all time that you can mention. And I bet at least 3 of them will be all-time forwards. Yeah, Suarez, Cavani, um Forlan. Forlan. Yeah, yeah, I should have mentioned Forlan first, to be honest. Just yeah. thinking but he's about been, it in my head. He's but. been retired for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just so. punishing myself in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, stupid. Should have been then Forlan you have, like, first. Maybe Forlan. like Godin and Muslera. Oh, right? God, yeah. Um, yeah Godin. This Iran team, I feel like it's a weird paradox with them where yeah. everyone and their mother is saying like hey don't sleep on them this iran team is very very good don't sleep on them but then at the same time just looking at it and being 
a fan of soccer and, you know, with the bias also of being a fan of the United States, you look at them, it's like, oh, it's Iran. No big yeah. deal. We have England in our group. We're going to worry about Iran. Well, I think Iran can really do something at this tournament. Like I said, these four teams, anyone can be advancing. You know? Yeah. Any one yeah. of these teams could be advancing. And it's going to come down to who can take points off England. And I think with a stingy defense, I think Iran can do it. Well, I'm glad you, you again focus on the defense because, uh, again, the way that you've highlighted the clean sheets makes me actually feel more confident or worried about Iran because looking at this squad, I see two midfielders that play out wide that have both played at the Premier League level with um, Saman Gadas. Don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> feeling guilty right now. But playing at Brentford. And then Ali Reza Jahan Bakash, who... I'm pretty sure was the Brighton player that scored um, an overhead kick against Chelsea. Like I was floored. And even though he was, you know, hot or cold, he made it to that level. And then I think ends up going back to the Netherlands, you know, being a solid player. And then, yes, we have the Iranian Messi um, of Asmoon. We can go into that controversy. But before that, the other forward, uh, Mehdi Taremi, Porto forward, and I'm just quickly going to Wikipedia. His appearances to goal, 78 to 42. And, I mean, again, it's the Portuguese league. I don't know where we rate it, but I would still rate it highly going into a World Cup having that kind of record. Right. You know? I guess, like, what was the last name you said? Uh, Taremi. Medi Taremi. Yeah. So, like, you... The thing that I'm just doing real quickly is uh -huh. just looking at these players and like seeing who they scored their goals against, right? For the oh, national team. Deep. For the national team. Okay. And like, you know, Taremi's got Guam on this list a couple times. You know, Guam okay. has four people who live there. Um, <laughs> like they, you know what they I didn't mean? feel the full team. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want to feel like I'm like dragging them down, because listen. Okay. At the end of the day, the past is in the past. All that matters is this next game that's coming up for them. It doesn't matter that this the they've played against historically subpar teams and they've scored mm -hmm. against subpar teams. It doesn't matter. Like Taremi has a goal against Uruguay. Yeah, from that friendly where they won 1-0 thanks to his goal. Yes. That was just in September. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Osmoon may have most of his goals came against teams like Oman and Iraq and Yemen and things like that, but then his last goal was against Senegal, who, you know, we talk about Iran's defense. Senegal has a good defense as well. Yeah. Again, and that game was in September. Yeah. Where, so you look at this and you start to understand why Iran gets looked by so bad. Oh, their opposition that they've played is, you know, not up to standard that these other, that these European or North American or South American teams have played. They play mostly Asian teams. 
yeah, no shit. But, like, at the same time, they can battle up there with the best of them. And if you're going to look for a dark horse in this group specifically, you got to say it's Iran because people rate Wales, people rate the United States, people rate England. And no matter how many times people are going to say, hey, don't look past Iran, Iran's pretty good. No, people are going to do it, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. No, again, I think um, before sitting down with you and I I, (laughs) I even couldn't help myself but glaze over their squad because my assumption was that like off the top of my head besides Asmoon, i don't really know players but after actually closely reading and then typing names in i was like wait i've seen him play yep. wait i've seen him score you know um or <laughs> i've seen him pop up in an <laughs> ultimate team team of the week and i'm right. like all right he must have done something good <laughs> fifa gave him like plus 10 <laughs> points <laughs> i'm like all right <laughs> this guy's rocking an 85 rating all right <laughs> yeah i mean so you also gotta like take a look at the fact that this is their third World Cup in a row, which is, you know, n- I would say in Asia specifically, they have the least mm. consistency with their teams making it. Yeah. Uh, out of the out of all the continents or all the confederations. That's a huge accomplishment. Three World Cups in a row. They've never made yeah. it out of the group, but like, who Still says this there. isn't the year? You know, they came in yeah. third place in the Asian Cup in 2019. Which we've talked That's, about. Let me With tell you. Guitar, you know, may or may not making the tournament legitimate. <laughs> but, like, they finished on top of their group for oh, yeah. qualifications. And South Korea was in their group. And South Korea is a team that you always hear people say, oh, South Korea is pretty good. Past Sun. And, but with Sun, they're really good. I was like, okay, maybe they don't say that. That may be embellishment a little bit. I'm trying to build Iran up because I kind (laughs) of want Iran to do well. Like, I don't want them to do well at the expense of the United States, but I want them to do well. No, absolutely. Um, When you see a team that you would, you know, glaze over, start to rise up again, uh, as I've said, I'm a a firm believer and lover of of the underdog of of what i what i would title as a loser i am sorry at iran it is not you as a country it is right you know your you know generational disadvantage as a national team and also i will go on top and apologize from the both of us for uh the people of guam and we <laughs> i figured if i'm gonna apologize i might as well take over for the both of us um, just uh, don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, um, but we understand FIFA rankings and yeah. you know statistics and you know. We know there's more than four people who live in Guam. Yes, I don't know about Gibraltar though. Shram <laughs> <laughs> Shram used to he met a guy on a cruise from Gibraltar, and then would Google Map Gibraltar. And I remember we were on the phone once, and he goes, "Guess how many pools are in Gibraltar?" And I go. <laughs> I don't know. And he goes, I count 13. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, I looked all over on Google Maps. There's only 13 <laughs> pools there. And I was like, what? And then that's when I realized how small Gibraltar is. Yeah, he's doing God's work. <laughs> he really is. He really is. <laughs> they have 168,801 people per Wikipedia 2021 estimate. I feel like hmm. if you're going to estimate something, why do you just round? Why you got to put round. 801? You being the numbers guy, I'm shocked you'd round. When you get high enough, man. 
<laughs> you know, you know what's funny when with you get these high small enough, countries. Give up. <laughs> when you get when you uh, look at some, of the, it's funny about these small countries on on TikTok. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's like pushing the San Marino <laughs> national team to me. <laughs> oh, man. And all week, <laughs> all week they've just been posting like shit talking videos to St. Lucia because they're the bottom ranked <laughs> team in FIFA. In like the FIFA rankings, all they've been doing is like, yeah. we're going to beat the fuck out of. They have one win in their career. In San Marino's wow. existence as a national team, they have one win, and it was like in an unofficial friendly. Uh, and all week they're shit talking St. Lucia like we're gonna fucking dominate you and they ended up drawing the game and then they post a video it's like oh St. Lucia's gonna beat you and then they posted a video of the 90th minute goal from their guy and they're like uh, not according to St. Lazzini or whatever whoever scored the goal (laughs) it was absolutely ridiculous I'm here for it Uh, if you're gonna post nonsense love it yeah, I love some uh, college football uh, level uh, shit chatting. <laughs> Do you want to? We're uh, gonna beat LSU. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this controversy that they got with Hasmoon? So, um, yeah, obviously. I mean, we're already in the thick of it. We're in the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, keep hammering that home. <laughs> We're in the multiverse of controversy, man. Yo, Kevin Feige, if you got a role for me in Marvel, I will take it. Feige. guy. Feige, Feige guy, he's my guy. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Verizon Feige guy. Um Feige guy burgers and fry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this controversy we're talking about. Yeah. There's been a little bit of backlash with Osmoon's inclusion in the squad because of him being pretty vocal of the pro uh, like in support of the protests going on in Iran after the death of uh, Masa Amini that's been led by women and mm-hmm. he's been very supportive of it so you see a couple days ago <sighs> Iran came out to the head coach of the team and said hey don't fucking include him in the squad (laughs) and he said hey uh no (laughs) hey do you know that guy's nickname (laughs) (laughs) i can't it's gonna be his last world cup (laughs) (laughs) he has to follow the path of the actual messi (laughs) so Uh, if messi uh, retires from international so does he i don't care if you're 27 you're the iranian messi you're done oh oh, man (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like that's the controversy surrounding here, and it, you know, it's it's the World Cup of controversies, where you're yeah, seeing all of these s- stances that are being criticized mm-hmm. by either Qatar or Iran or anywhere else, saying, "Hey, you know how you're supporting these protests that are definitely not for a bad thing? We're gonna just be shitheads about it." Yeah. I mean, um, obviously, <laughs> Iran don't want him to be there because, again, when you're on the world stage, an athlete um, can do or say or present anything um, and bring the world's attention to it. So there's that fear. Um, and obviously, there's the 
the age-old argument that, you know, um, or at least I hear from older folks. Um, thank God Thanksgiving's around the corner. I can't wait to get more more uh, details from <laughs> old family members. But the idea that, um, you know, athletes need to stay in their lane, you know, stick to sports, blah, blah, blah. Right. But um, I, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm curious, you know, because athletes... Uh, I don't want to paint a even more negative image, but uh, or even if this is painting a negative image, but they will join a positive cause, but will do the bare minimum, you know, where it's just like a quick, you know, post or something. So it's like, I'd, I'd be curious to see, would he do more or is him speaking out enough? You know, kind of like, I think about it like uh, Aeneas Cantor. Like he's been vocal, but he's at least been consistent you know and it's obviously brought him like the inability to go home and i guess see family right and his family have been harassed yeah but you know the guy has stuck to his message and his beliefs um so i'm curious like does that follow through with asmoon um i i'd be curious to see how that would play out um because yeah what happened was awful you know from you know being outside of the country to even think that that could be something that happens um and it's you know still such a um crazy thing that uh like his opinion is to be met with so much backlash that your nation doesn't want you to represent them we'll see uh we'll see how that develops because he's still in the squad you know obviously they want they need him. They want him. The Iranian Messi. Um, right. So we'll see. You know, he's got that on his shoulders now going into this. <sighs> the multiverse of controversy. Yeah. I mean, I'm just exhausted at this point. <laughs> You're like, Ugh. like, it's yeah, because it's, it's no know. fucking brainers, you know? Yeah. It's no brainers. Like. I want Iran to do well in spite of this. I want Osmoon to fucking score. Well, I mean, we did. He is he even going to play? Is he fit enough to play in the first game? Oh yeah, I remember you saying there's questions about his fitness level. Yeah, I mean, he just came off an injury, or he's still it's still nagging a little bit. Let's see. Um, I mean, ha- did they play in one of these? You know how like there was a hundred friendlies the past couple days. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm still play? getting bombarded with like late notifications on my phone. Like Did I think <laughs> I think I got a notification it? that Slovenia beat Romania two to one, and I was like, oh, there's still friendlies going. Damn. <laughs> yeah, they played on the tenth against Nicaragua. So, uh, did he play? That's the question. Yeah. Osmoon. Nope. Calf injury. Late November. So. Like, is he going to play in the group? Is he going to play in the first game? Probably not, right? Let's see. No. I mean... Will Sardar... Osmoon... <laughs> <laughs> Let me check in with um, my my source. <laughs> Verbalizes Google. <laughs> G-O-O... <laughs> Like when you're spelling out something for your parents to type and they're just like, uh-huh. And they're just like repeating it back to you. You're like, holy crap, this is going to be a long day. 
So I don't even know all this. All that's coming up is this shit with him critiquing the regime. I mean, I will say. Oh, sh- shit. Okay. Sardar oh. Azmoon will <laughs> reportedly be fit for Iran's opening match with England. So that's huge oh, for them. Okay. Awesome. Because I was going to say, um, <laughs> either we get the report that everything's fine, or, you know, because there's so little coverage of Iran, right? that we're like, we won't be sure, but like, just to go back to the, the group before, like, Sadio Mane pulls out, like, that was just last minute. So I was like, ah, you know, you never know. If we didn't get anything now, it might be a last minute pullout from Asmoon, but... Um, it'll be good to see that he um, he could start the first game with the the squad because he's you know he should be first on the lineup, right. first name, right? Yeah, he should. But one way to one way to find out, we'll find out on yeah. Monday. We'll see. Now, I think we should save you know the scrumptious you know again thinking Hannibal Lectory the scrumptious the piece de resistance for last. So I think in the meantime, not to belittle so whales. We'll save whales for last, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, awesome. Same page. Great. Good job. Um, now, I want to look at this whales team. Um, so many familiar names. Um, being an avid viewer of the Premier League since, you know, 2010. Um, and then a few... Names I don't recognize, but also a lot of youth. Youth and and some veterans that have just been around for so long. Yeah. Um, Wayne Hennessy? Yeah. The Henny Man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's not the Where's where he now, right? I think where, where he is, he is at Wolves. Back up at Wolves? No, that can't, no that's where he fucking... That's where no, that's, I first ever saw him. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I was like, Forest. no, that's first. He's a backup at Forest. Oh, he's a backup yeah. at Forest. I mean, he was at, what, Crystal... Yes, Crystal Wolves. Crystal Palace, Wolves, yeah. Was he at Burnley at some point? I don't know. It just feels like one of those yeah. teams. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That was great. Sometimes I got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Danny Ward, uh, you know, he had some man real rough go of it this year so far with Lester um but even before that he was always the backup guy that was getting loaned out and people were like he's got to get a move because he looks great on loan um he's kind of recovered his form towards the end of the season but he had a bad blip of games but you know it's on the rise it's on the mend but uh is he the first one to play or is it um, you know, Hennessy or Adam Davies again, Adam right. Davies, I'm looking at as more of the unfamiliar name compared to the others. Cause, uh, he's a Sheffield United player, but is he the Sheffield United starter? Uh, cause you know, Sheffield in the, um, in the championship, if, if I look at the team right now, it's easy. He's played three league games for them. As of October 29th, per Wikipedia, so take that with a grain of salt, but still. There we go. I mean, he is their number one, <laughs> at least in actual number. Numbers, yeah. Because <laughs> that, oh, oh, obviously, he's going to be, hmm, I guess this is my assumption, but with Wes <laughs> Fodderingham also in uh, the squad, Wes Fodderingham, I believe, was the starting goalie at one point from Glasgow Rangers, so... 
he might be back up or at least challenging first. But again, that's the third name, so it's between Hennessy and Ward for you know, right. starting goalies. I don't know why I spent so much time discussing that, but again, just familiarity of names. Um, I think there's I, a lot. Kiefer Moore. There, it really is a lot. Because, but I will say, um, the defense. This is the first time I'm like the the two old names are Ben Davies and Chris Gunter. Chris Gunter's been around for like forever. I mean, when Reading were in the Premier League, he right. was the starting right back. Ben Davies, I mean, at Tottenham now. And then the rest are, are fairly young, like I want to say 25 and under, with Joe Roden. Oh, I don't know, made it sound like Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> Chris Mepham, uh Nico Williams, and Connor Roberts. Like, right. you know, fullbacks, center backs, and Ethan Ampadu, I think he was playing at Venezia, right, at one point? Was On loan? I want to say. I want to say confidently. Yep. Yeah. And again, I remember when he burst on the scene at Chelsea, like people were like, oh, this guy's great. Can't wait to see more of him. But, you know, kind of died out in the loans a bit. But I mean, if he's getting called up, then there's still something good to see there. And he's he's still young in his career. We jump to the midfield. Again, uh, the familiar names of Joe Allen and Aaron Ramsey, a tale as old as time. Right. If Aaron Ramsey scores, who are the next three celebrities to die? <laughs> Terrifying thought. I mean, do you even want to like? I don't want to think forwards. about the three names. No. Oh, Richie, I'm trying to. Mo- I'm trying to move on <laughs> so that you don't cry. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't take my Matthew McConaughey. Don't take my Woody Harrelson. You got right. Then you have <laughs> Gareth Bale, Kiefer Moore, um, oh, yeah. Daniel James. Again, guys that are okay, they're not bad, mm-hmm. but when they when they put on that whale shirt, I remember watching what was it the last Euro, and like being like, oh, this Daniel James guy is good. Like, yeah, why have I never heard of him? I'm like, he's the same Daniel James that's on United. I was like, there's no <laughs> way that this is the same guy. I mean, he plays so much better. Do we do we categorize that as the same kind of career issue, or I don't know about issue, but uh, uh, career quandary as um, Pulisic at Chelsea, where it's like the 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 fallback guy, but national team you rate him so highly, right? You know, and then they perform at the club level, they're they're benched or they get called on, and then people are unhappy. I feel like he falls in the same category. And again, he's another wide player. Um, but um, I think now at Leeds, right? Dan James is now at Leeds. Fulham, he's on loan. Oh, okay. I forgot to jump to, to Fulham. I was so uh, worried. Because I think one of our, one of our, one of our lovely, lovely old NYCFC boys really uh, made sure he couldn't get in. Yeah. I was just about yeah. to say, last season when he transferred to Leeds, <laughs> I was like, fuck, now Jack's never going to play. Yeah. And, then, and then it was just yeah, like, oh, actually, him, Jack is one of the better players on the team. So yeah, okay. People, people get behind the boy, and uh, thank God. But yeah, and there was a name that you skipped over, Brennan Johnson. Um, yes. I've immediately followed him once I started seeing the rumors um, from Everton because I was like, wow, you can 
buy young talent. Uh, I'm new to this. <gasps> Where did he play last year? What do you mean? Where did he play last year? Oh, I mean, same same team, Nottingham Forest. No. Nope. No? Mm-mm. Was he loaned out? Yep. To where? Guess. If you had to guess, why would I get excited about it? I don't know. I'm Think I'm about you and me. What what team do we support jointly? Oh! <laughs> you know what upsets me is that I wore the jersey the other day and I haven't had a thought about him being in that team. Yes, the Lincoln City motherfucking imps. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot. And he was great. Yeah. Well. And then, well, ten, great ten enough. Goals in, ten goals in 40 games. Yeah. It's good. Right, it's mind. good. Not bad. Not bad. Well, what was it? He's he's played out wide and now I mean from what I've seen Nottingham Forest have put him way more forward um yeah than a wide player, but um again, still very young talent. And if he's willing to jump between those two positions, see how that develops him. Again, this is this is that kind of similar scenario that we talked about with the US where it's like you can only look at it positively. Um, Wales yeah. has a lot of youth um, looking at this oh, team yeah. and a lot of veterans to kind of help shape that. Who knows? I'm gonna. They're going to do gonna, well. I'm going to call it in my head that Gareth Bale will one day manage the Welsh team, and if they go far, that would be kind of cute to see. Yeah. Um, and I hope he celebrates with a golf club on the pitch. <laughs> like, that would be just so goddamn funny. That really would. <laughs> it really would be. <laughs> All right. Ugh, I would love that. We're running a little long, so do you want to just... No disrespect to Wales. I'm, I've st- we've talked to the death about how... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, how much we rate this Welsh team, you know? It's 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 purely based on the fact that I, I, I you and I are both very excited about this group. That's, yes. that's We're just really into it. it and really, we got to get to the, the main course lovely united states yeah for uh, us national team please take it away peter you're my you're my garçon in this so the united states is another team that shows up for tournaments you look at them this year just in concacaf right against teams like canada who let's not forget canada topped qualification canada looked unstoppable in qualification right United States still the team that won the CONCACAF Nations League. They won the Gold Cup. You know? Yeah, they had a, a really bad loss to Japan in a friendly um, where they looked fucking horrible. <laughs> they were completely outclassed by yeah. Japan. Completely. Yeah. But this team shows up for tournaments. These kids are fucking hungry. You got Pulisic, you got Reyna, you got McKinney, you got Aronson, you got Adams, you got fucking uh, Eunice Musa, you got Timothy Weah. I gotta say, you got a lot of vibe guys. I don't know if you saw that video, but there's a lot of vibe guys. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I, I would be mad if I didn't get to put that in there. (laughs) Like, you look at. Just let's take a step back at the squad as a whole, right? Missed the last World Cup. Yep. How did the United States respond? They said, hey, how about everybody who's been here for a while can go fuck off? 
kick rocks. Complete complete <laughs> overhaul. <laughs> complete overhaul of the team. And it and it's yeah. worked. You know? Yeah. It's really worked. They score like crazy. Now, sometimes they're a sieve, and it's going to be a question of, you know, can Tim Ream at 35 years old, is he going to start? And if he starts, is he going to be able to maintain that high line that Greg Berhalter likes to play? I think, you know, you listen to any podcast, you go on Twitter at all, that's all people are saying about Tim Ream. Can he do it? He's having a great year for Fulham. Yeah. But is he going to be able to play in this system well? Well, the, the, the funny thing is, mentioning this man to begin with, uh, he's playing so damn well. And I, what was it? The rumor that's going around is that uh, Pep leaned in on him and said, if you were any younger, you would have been a Man he City said, player right away. <laughs> like he some, said, if you were 23 instead of 23. 33, <laughs> yeah. and you'd there be we playing go. for me. Go. And he goes, yeah. I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that goes to show just how well he's been playing. And again, to do that at his age, phenomenal. So you yeah. only hope that that can carry into this. And if I was him, oh my God, swollen cojones, I would feel yeah. so confident. You're playing at Premier League level. Fulham are looking solid. Like, I don't feel like it's yo-yo as it used right. to be. Right. And not only that, but that carries into the, the left-back position. Uh, to have that familiarity with um, Jedi, Anthony Robinson, to have that connection at the club level and carry it to the national team level, I only think about it positively regardless of um, the change in how they play. Yeah. you. This team, like... It, listen, I'm getting excited about it because I'm American. I accept that, okay? I'm looking at this this team like, ooh, Josh Sargent's been on fire. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are we going to pick a fo a trio of forwards when we have you know Reina, Wea, Josh Sargent, Pulisic, um, even fucking Jesus Ferreira, who's getting a lot of stick right now? Like, how are we going to pick a forward? How are we going to pick three forwards? Everywhere else, I think, is locked. In my mind, at least, everywhere else is locked for who should be playing. Yeah. Um, who should be playing where? But like, I mean, then you look at people like Brendan Aronson, who's been every fucking play at Leeds goes through this guy. Yeah. Every play. He's dictating the pace of the game at Leeds, at least on the attacking end. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Tyler Adams didn't have the best end to his club season before the World Cup, getting that red card yeah. for the double yellow. But then you yeah, have people even, like Haji Wright, who's doing it. You know, he's doing it in Turkey, but he's still doing it. Cameron Carter-Vickers is a fucking rock for Celtic. You know? Yeah. Earlier I'm, this I'm, season, I watched the old Firm game mm -hmm. where they won like 4-0, you know, obviously against Rangers. Yeah. Cameron Carter-Vickers did not let them in at all. He, hmm. was, he just was like, okay, I see what you're doing, and I'm going <laughs> to stop you. Sorry, restaurant's closed. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, we got a private party. We have a private party. Um, then you have like Eunice Musa in there, who's 19 years old, and people forget that. Mm. And he plays, you know, like somebody who's 27. Like this kid can only be going up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's why we look at this this squad in this World Cup so positively. It's the baby eagles, and it's. We can only see it as um, positive development 
and to further um, that excitement for uh, the next World Cup in the United States. Like, uh, imagine these guys making a deep run. You know, right. uh, I, I don't want to <laughs> rain on the parade of how we've been talking, but I can't see him necessarily winning it this year. No, Conf- I, with no confidence, I could say they they got it. You know, listen, I'd be happy just making it out of the group. Yeah. With this with this group, I'd be happy making it out of the group. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if they can do that, if they can meet the expectation, you know, it only paints a more positive picture for the next World Cup because the right. youth, um, it'll only do better and there's hope for who comes next. And again, if this process can repeat of that, as you said, you know, um, younger players now have improved greatly versus the younger players back then like the the united states men's national team is is you know it's uh slowly catching up you know but it's right. getting to the point where it's like oh recognizable jump um right and especially after going from you know a, a 2010 world cup where we see you know howard dempsey donovan um jones bradley like all these recognizable names doing so well like once you see those big names fall you're like okay we're hitting that transition period of talent and it's nice to see or from from my perspective it feels faster than i thought it would be this positive trend yeah especially after missing 2018 (laughs) yeah no exactly i was like oh god yeah like i'm for better or for worse, I'm getting my hopes up. Yeah, know? yeah, we are. We we definitely. I think are. the big shock, like you know, when the big shock is, oh my God, Zach Steffen didn't make the World Cup roster over somebody like Sean Johnson. It's like okay, mm-hmm. like we were saying before. At this point, you're talking over. You're talking about backup goalies. Like, who cares? Matt Turner's out has outplayed Zach Steffen. Zach Steffen's had a rough go of it. Where is he, Burrow? Right. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you he's are. at Burrow. He's having a rough go of it. Matt Turner has been great for Arsenal. Ethan Horvath has been great for Luton. And you're talking about, first off, I know Matt Turner is, like, the de facto starting goalie. Don't sleep on Ethan Horvath. No. no e- Ethan Horvath, li- what does Ethan Horvath have that Matt Turner doesn't? Yeah, because... What, Champions Matt- League experience. He has Champions yeah. League experience. With Club Bruges. But but also, so, yeah. yeah that's like, wh- if you're looking at a backup, oh, who who could be a backup? What's a better backup for this team than somebody who's played in Europe his entire career and in the Champions League? Yeah. Like, Champions League group stage. I'm not talking about the play-in stages. Yeah. And and again, it's, it's not just at the goalkeeper um, position. There's, you know, that European talent, whether it's... Um, as you said, Carter Vickers with Celtic, but, you know, Serginho Dest, again, that AC Milan, Barcelona, Ajax. Right. Um, even Shaq Moore, wasn't he playing in um, the Spanish League? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, and then, now he's at Nashville. But Yeah, but still. still, to have that experience under your belt and still be, you know, what is he, 26? Yeah. That's, again, great age to have that experience. You even um, have, like, DeAndre Yedlin, who plays in MLS now, played in Europe for a long time. Again, that veteran president presence 
president. Pre- he is the president of, of the <laughs> veterans for the United States men's national team and top top five guy, as I've been told. Top five guy. <laughs> top five guy and president. It's a vibes of... team. <laughs> it's a vibe team. Full vibe team. Except for McKenney, apparently. Which I get. He is the um what is it? He's the Russell Wilson. He's the Playboy. <laughs> He's the one doing workouts on the plane. He's Everyone's the one who uh, allegedly slept with Pulisic's sister. Right? Oh, love that. Yep, pretty huge. Love that. Oh, wow. But then you got guys like Giovanni Reyna, Joe Scali, again, Eunice Musa, twenty or younger. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we got two nineteen-year-olds made the World Cup. I will say, big nervousness being Reyna's health. Just because <laughs> he's giving me that, uh, you know, the fact that he's um, kind of that um, similar. I, I don't know. I'm not too confident in position to Marco Royce, but to uh, to have that trend of injuries like Marco Royce, yeah, <laughs> it gets me nervous. I was like, dude, get away, get away from Dortmund. <laughs> I am so you happy. Are, <laughs> you have that a shadow. Yeah, I'm so happy that he didn't end. Uh... The like, if he he, I'm so happy he didn't come into the World Cup holding an injury, because yeah, he only God. came back like what four games ago. Yeah, I mean, this guy, I've been saying for a while, he is one of the the like strongest points of the team. Yeah. Everything's gonna go through the midfield. We know that, but uh, Giovanni Reina is really, I think, the most important part of this American attack. Yeah, he could be a good bridge that gets the midfield to the forwards so seamlessly and can um, help create some magic. You know what I was talking about at work the other day with my buddies? No, I don't work with you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you got you got me on that one. Uh, I had to think for a second. If you, if you were to say who on the United States team has the best positioning off the ball, who would you say it is? Well, That's right. It's Weston McKinney. So, like, if you look at Weston McKinney's goals, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's go with your thing. If you look at Weston <laughs> McKinney's goals, almost every single one of them this year for Juventus, oh, yeah. or, like, even the national team, is, mm-hmm. like, somebody took a shot, it ricocheted off of somebody, and just fell to Weston McKinney's feet. And he said, all right, I'll take advantage. Yeah, right, guys. Th- this guy, like, just knows where to be. Yeah. It's I, crazy. Well, it, it's insane to me. To go with that level of positioning, the reason I didn't jump at you right away was, yeah, offensively. Um, again, not being the uh, avid Juventus uh, follower, but for him to have that offensively, it's great when also seeing the fact that uh, Tyler Adams and um, his ability when it comes to just somehow being in the right place defensively in the midfield. And it's only been furthered by how um, the style of leads has played out. And again, we're seeing with McKenney getting it offensively, 
Um, for me, Tyler Adams, almost purely defensively. With Brendan Aronson, he's kind of in the in-between because, again, he's there to create those chances, but at the same side, because of how aggressive leads are, he's also the guy to just pickpocket or he's there just to annoy you. And oh, you'll yeah. love to see it if he's on your team. You I want, love it. You want the Nats. You want the Nats when you're on vacation. The Washington uh, Nationals, yeah. Struggling to eat outside. Um, <laughs> that's what you want to see. Um, and that's what I expect. And I hope that when we mention those three you know, midfielders, that they're going to give that um, aggression. Right. Um, you hope to see it game one, honestly. Yeah. You, you hope to see game one... Uh, Tyler Adams just annoying the fucking shit out of Gareth Bale. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know? Yep, just being a gnat. That's what you want. That's all you want. Just being annoying. If we could annoy our way through the World Cup, I'd be content. <laughs> That's my just life. Being, just <laughs> I've, I've annoyed my way through life. <laughs> Might as how, well have just... I, <laughs> how have I never received a World Cup? I don't Not know. Not sure. I think there's <laughs> something missing in my game. Who's to say? <laughs> I mean, we could talk about this team for a long time. It's because yeah. we're American. <laughs> it feels it feels like a sleepover where we don't end up sleeping because one of us keeps talking. You know what it feels like right now <laughs> as a fan of the United States? For the first time wow. in my life, uh, I don't feel ashamed to be a fan of the United States. Ooh. I feel like, you know... When somebody says, "Oh, what national team do you support?" I'm not. I I'm not going to be like, "Oh, well, I support the United States and Italy." San Marino, <laughs> or like, <laughs> who who do you want? Who are you rooting for in the World Cup? I had this the other day. Somebody said to me, who, "Oh, you like soccer, right? Yeah. Who are you rooting for in the World Cup?" And I, oh, the United States is okay. But who are you like really rooting for? And I was like, the United States. <laughs> mm, the double down. Yeah, gave like, you an opportunity. Yeah. Like they, everybody says, "Oh yeah, you root for the United States because you're from here." Whatever. Yeah. But this is the first time where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm rooting for the United States," and I know we're not gonna win, but like, this is my team. Yeah. You know, we're not gonna lose three games. We may not make it out of the group, but I, we're, I don't think we're gonna lose three games. No. No. I. Couldn't wrap my head around that being possible. Yeah. We may lose one, draw two, or lose two, draw one, but I don't think that we're going to lose all three. That yeah. that would be truly shocking. Oh, absolutely! And then it'll be like, why did we even enter? What? Yeah, <laughs> just just keep a lid on it until until we're home. Just come back a host. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll win it don't... when it's in Jerry's house. Yeah, don't go to a friend's house. Just we'll host next time. We'll, we'll host next time. Don't we can miss this one. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's just that excitement. It's it's uh it it's what again, when you get when you get faced with all these um group matches at the start, again, you're attached to the one you love first. Right. And as things die out, you develop new loves. <laughs> but that first love means something. Uh, 
Um, but to watch the United States in this, uh, again, only positivity, only excitement, and I'm looking uh, all the more to the first game on Monday. I'm so excited. Yeah. You want to do it? Let's see. What, what's your predictions for the group? Um, again, uh, I'm going to go... I'm thinking England top, not convincing. Great pick. Uh, Great US, pick. U.S. squeezing in barely. Yep. And uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Iran above Wales, to be honest. Yeah. Thinking about the trend of their play, um, thinking about the forwards they have, and hoping for a positive story again me being the um, positive poly that i am <laughs> if that's a thing uh I, I i would like to see that story happen and uh i don't wish ill upon wales but i'm just thinking about uh, in my heart of hearts <laughs> <laughs> just the, the story that i could see play out the, yeah. the the camera reel the youtube videos i will see 10 years from now and be like oh yeah. i remember this world cup that's that's what I see. Yeah, my my predictions are exactly the same. I mean, are, they bi- are they biased? Yes, absolutely. I mean, well. if I were really thinking about it, um, I tend to be from a fan standpoint, I tend to be a lot more pessimistic. Um, so I don't know if I'd have the United States going through, but taking my heart out of it. And just saying, you know what? I want to be happy this year. <laughs> I'm going to well, say the United States will go through. I mean, again, you're, again, this is the, the year you're saying that you, you, you're willing to say this is the team I'm rooting for. So it you, is. Can only, you can only think that way. Yeah, and it's going to be again, real fucked up once they get eliminated in the group. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm when not allowed Iran, to watch anymore. When Iran runs a train because the U.S. <laughs> is like, I'm not used to this kind of temperature. And England's like, me either. Iran, I mean, how'd you figure it out? I mean, the United States is de- definitely. We live in the nor- in the mid Atlantic. You know, oh, yeah. it gets to be a hundred and twelve degrees in the summer. Uh, yeah, it is. But England definitely isn't. The, the video on Twitter, they were getting a fan straight to the face when it was eighty degrees outside. I was like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. It was, was so. Like, I was like, this thing? better be a false report. I was like, the, the Welsh, temperature better be different. The Welsh team was like. <laughs> It's too hot here. It's so hot. I was like, okay. All right. This is making me just purely about my discomfort when weathers are, when the temperature is just too cold or too hot. I just said the weathers. Uh, (laughs) But if I think about my discomfort with weather being too hot or too cold, I could totally see it now being U.S. and Iran to make it out. (laughs) Right. Because we just own it better. Could you imagine? Could you imagine ju- just the heat is the reason why the two teams from the United Kingdom I mean, don't go through? I mean, whether it's extreme heat or extreme cold, there have been wartime decisions fallen upon uh, temperature and weather. Russia has never like, been invaded. <laughs> <laughs> whether it's Napoleon or Hitler. <laughs> like... Oh my goodness. That would be 
No, there's no way. There's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way. Richie, there might be a way. <laughs> sorry, sorry to sorry to make weather important, but why do why do you think old people love talking about it so much? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like I'm I'm trying not to put that much emphasis on it, but like if they're already complaining about it, they're not if even going human, 100%. If you're human and you're inconvenienced, oh my god. Things could take a toll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to think about it. Because I don't want I want this group to have the best games. Well, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, again, this is the, there's a lot of there's a lot of news, not news reports, nudes. but like yeah, nudes. a lot of new things when it comes to having a World Cup in the winter and yet somehow being scorching hot <laughs> still. So uh, I wonder why that is. Can't imagine why. Must be. Can't why. imagine. Who knows? Can't imagine. Yeah, but yeah, that's how we see it. And uh, you know what? It looks like it is time to let my dog in. I totally forgot. I let her out this morning and went to work. She's probably cold. It is, it is so cold today. <laughs> it was so cold today. All right. I guess I got to go get my dog. You got a popsicle. <laughs> I got a popsicle. I do not torture my dog, I swear. <laughs> All right. I'll smell you later, you fucking dork. <laughs>